All right, last hour as we count down the NFC title game. Point, biggest point of confidence, biggest point of concern. Rico, we started the show with yours. I want to do that right here. Then I'll give you mine, and then we go to the people. And I know in between, it's hard for us to take calls on a Friday with so many different segments to do, and TJ joins us. If you miss TJ, odyssey.com. Rewind. That's there for you. Oh, also, some of the digital products and programming notes. I'm joining Rico and Costa Sunday extended pregame right here on 97 on the ticket. We'll be with you 3.30 to what? Well, it's 2 to 5.30? I don't know. I'll just show up and broadcast until they kick me out. So we'll do that on Sunday. Uh, the kickoff show with Boomer Size and myself, where we obviously spend a lot of time on this game. That comes out in the next hour or so. That's there for you as well. And then if you want to gamble, cash the ticket. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Rico Beard, biggest point of confidence and concern. My biggest point of confidence and concern for me is, you know, people know I'm a Niners fan, so the confidence is the Lions secondary. The fact that you've given up plus 150 yards to a bunch of receivers for the last five weeks, the 49ers are going to go after Sutton. They're going to go after the secondary, and and I think especially if you're blitzing, they're going to try to find that one-on-one guy. The biggest concern for me is Dan Campbell. The fact that Dan Campbell, I think, is going to go full Dan Gamble. He's going to leave it all out on the line, and he's going to challenge his team. He's not going to take a playoff. He's going to try to maximize everything. He's going for it, Mike. That's my biggest concern because uh, unlike what you saw with Todd Bowles in, in the Tampa Bay game, Dan Campbell's going to try to get every point that he can off of every possession and try to score. He's going to go for it. If it's fourth and four inside the 10-yard line, I don't think you're going to see him kick a field goal. Not in this game. Unless the Lions are up and then maybe he's padding the lead. But other than that, he's going for it. He's going to be aggressive. This team has bought in. And that's the concerning part for me. Two notes for me. Confidence. Dan Campbell's part of the confidence. Seven and a half point underdog on the road. This dude has as good of a grip on his team and a relationship with his team. He's dangerous. I would be, hey, I don't have a dog in the fight because my team blows. I'd be terrified of facing Dan Campbell this weekend because first down is really second down. I mean, do you know what a benefit you have as an offensive coordinator knowing you got fourth down in your pocket and a coach who will empower you to use it? So Campbell, definite point of confidence. The other one is the running game. Look, what the Niners don't do well on defense, on a very good defense, on a defense that is one of the most efficient in the league, they don't set the edge. They don't do a great si- a great job with outside contain. What did you see Green Bay do last week? A lot of the toss stuff, a lot of the off-tackle stuff. Chase Young has not done a good job setting the edge. Look, that's confidence. Run the ball, keep them off the field, be pragmatic, and set up Jared Goff for those play-action, deep first-down play-action shots 15, 20 yards down the field. Now, the concern... One, I think everyone's gotten too comfortable with the Lions being at home and playing welfare teams. I mean, it's just, I don't need to apologize for it. It's reality. You guys have been the best fans in the NFL. You've given this team an incredible home field advantage. All that's gone. So all of the things you're doing at home, like the advantages, I mean, TJ talks about this. The advantage you have when you're at home as it relates to audibles, as it relates to the blitzes, timing them, being able to to get to the other team, it's all there. That that all leaves. And the other thing is, with all due respect to the Rams and the Bucks, 
they are nowhere near the opponent you're facing. If you power rated this game and 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 you're a seven and a half point dog, and we know how good you think your team is, you know how good we think your team is. The teams you just faced would be north of ten point underdogs in an NFC title game. So now you're not at home and you're not facing weaker competition. You're facing the best of the best. And I think I've gotten very comfortable watching the Lions here and the vibes and the story and the, just the, the raw emotion from the fans. It is a concern that all that goes away. And now it is truly you versus everybody. So that would be one. And look, it goes without saying. I just, this defense, forget it. They're going to blitz. They're going to do what they have to do. But this ain't Baker Mayfield. This is a whole different ball game here. So that's where I'm at. I mean, I'm listening to TJ Rico. Mm-hmm. I, I, I do. I'm starting to work my way towards the Lions with it. It's like maybe they are a team of destiny. And then I go the other way and I'm like, wait a minute now. San Francisco hadn't played together in three weeks. The bye week, rest, one or both of the last two games, mm-hmm. and then Debo goes out nine plays in. I just feel like it's insanely unfair to now drop them a peg from what they've been all year, which is dominant. Right, because so I would look at gotta it. Got to go with it. Because, Mike, the way I see it, just looking at it just through black and white lenses, they went out there, everything that you just said, three weeks, really hadn't been playing together, played a D game, D, maybe a D-minus game. They still found a way to beat the red-hot Green Bay Packers who had just, just destroyed the Dallas Cowboys on the road. They found a way. They got it done. Now they will game. I I think that was the wake-up call. And not often in sports do you get a wake-up call game and still win it. Normally that's the game where you're so upset and pouting in the offseason like, man, what happened? We We didn't even show. Like the Eagles, you didn't even bother to show up in that game. They had that game, but now they got a week to try to figure out everything. And for the Lions, you're right. You're going out on the road. I think it, I saw some stat somewhere that I guess the uh, the I think Beanie had it yesterday that teams that you know come from a dome and play in the championship games haven't won in like forever. So it's we'll, we'll see what happens. It is what it is, according to Gary. Yeah, both teams uh, two, will four, play eight, hard. Five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Let's get some of the people in the mix, Rico. Let's get to the people who've held the longest, and let's rock and roll. All right, that would be Johnny. You're on 97.1. Hey, guys. Hey. Very, very excited just to even be able to talk about this. Like, Very grateful um, you know, that you guys are hosting such a fantastic show, so thank you for that. Thank you, Rico, for being a fan of the Niners and still uh, keeping it real with us fans, so I appreciate that. Um, I'll be honest. You know, you go on paper, you look at this, and, you know, Niners should win, but I got this feeling and i don't like to talk about feelings on the radio and 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 justify it as a reason to win but i'm going to tell you why i think we could win one i think kyle shanahan has ptsd post-traumatic super bowl disorder he's lost in the big game with the uh falcons he's lost with uh garoppolo in the throw he missed the pick and he might have the buffalo bills type thing going on where he just can't get it done and I think a guy like Dan Campbell leading that team will have him go out there they're going to punch him in the face and it's going to hurt and when the Niners try to punch back they're going to laugh and that's going to get to him and I think that psychological edge will make a difference I think we can run at Chase Young 
And I think we can come up with some type of wrinkles, even if it's something as wild as a wildcat type of motion offense with J-Mo and you got multiple running backs. We got to get creative. If you add up Dan Campbell and our deep court or our coordinators, I think they're greater than their coaching staff. But you know what, Johnny, I, I, I agree with a lot that you said, but I think if you're the Detroit Lions, what you don't want to do is get too cute because that's where you step out and you stop doing the things that got you to this point where you start running the totally gimmick agree. and the gadget plays because you only run those plays either for the element of surprise or when you just don't think you're good enough to beat the other team. So that's like back when they played the Rams a few years ago and they knew Rams are head and shoulders better than us. So we're just going to pull out every stop. You don't need to do this. This is one where you need to be aggressive. Dan Campbell needs going forward and all of that, but totally just agree. don't outcute yourself. Well, okay, so yeah, I agree. And I, I, I even said to myself, I don't want him doing fake punts or anything weird. Go for it on fourth down at the appropriate times. And I'm saying stuff like Wildcat. You know, my point is, is we have the ability to throw them off guard in small circumstances and accentuate our advantage. And I think that's the kind of thing that Ben Johnson can come up with. We have to kind of grow and outdo ourselves for one game without stepping out of ourselves too much. Okay. And, um, you know, go Lions, and thank you guys for the show. I appreciate the phone. Yeah, and I'll, t- I'll, I'll say this. You know what? If there's one play, if I need one person in all of football right now, I think he's riding a hot hand. I think he's absolutely – he's either in his last game or second-to-last game with your franchise. I'm taking Ben Johnson over just about anybody to call one play. You can laugh, say whatever you want, but coaches, it's like poker players or gamblers. You get hot, you get cold, you get on a hot streak, everything you're dialing up is working. Ben Johnson is coming up aces. Yeah. So you have the ability that it, – it, what that what? caller just said, yeah. Rico, he, I just have faith he'll come up with the right move. I don't know what that move will be. No, no. Go ahead. Whatever Ben Johnson did for the third quarter last week, do that. Whatever you had yeah. at halftime, <laughs> eat that. Drink that again. Put on those clothes or those shoes or whatever you did because – Normally, the third quarter, he disappears. That that Rams game, it looked like it was going to be a boat race, and before you know it, wait, we're in a one-point game? How did this happen? 248 539 We'll get more of your calls. Championship Friday. I'm just ready for the damn game. But Rico, standing on business. Next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. People, Rico, we have a Debo Samuel update according to David, so let's listen in. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan just finished speaking with the media. He says, star Debo Samuel is not on the injury report. Was that Roberto? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I don't know what. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, sorry, do we have Roberto. a duck in studio? <laughs> Probably <laughs> <the> radio here. <laughs> so he's not on the injury report. He is full go. David, it's the playoffs. I mean, it's the same with Ragnar. I mean, you're a professional. It's the NFC Championship game. You're going to play until they have to carry you off the field. But make no mistake, both guys are hurt. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's how that works. Oh yeah, they they, they um, will both be getting shot up and probably in the same room. Like, yeah, does that hurt? Yeah, oh it dear. Hurts. Yeah. All right, Rico, dealer's choice on the calls. Let's rock and roll. All right, my brother. Let's go with uh, 
David, you're on 97.1. Hey, guys. Uh, I, what I'm most uh, concerned about is the refs with the game. And what I'm most confident in is in the uh, run game with Gibbs and Montgomery and also Dan Campbell. So just want to get your guys' thoughts on the refs. David, why are you concerned with the refs? It just seems like they, there's always something that comes up with the Lions, like, you know, back in Dallas. And uh, it just uh, seems like David, I, I think I, I, it's going to be a close game. Let me stop you. And Let me gonna, stop you, David. Your yeah. team is better than this. You need to be a better fan than this. Don't complain about the refs. Yeah. Your team has made it to the you NFC got... Championship game. They have gone out there. They're going to be bad calls either way. They've overcome everything. So, like, look look at how you've gotten, okay, you want to talk about the false start offsides, brouhaha, a couple weeks back. Uh, you murdered Matt Stafford and didn't get a, a an easy roughing the passer. There was a pass interference on the final play to Nakua where they wouldn't have punted if it was called. Uh, then we go to the Bucks game. Uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson taunted Baker, didn't get called. Kirby Joseph later in the game where Kate Otten couldn't get up and went, guys, this dude's nuts are right here. What do you want me to do? No call. Like, you've gotten very good whistles. You got to let go now. You know what? But it's funny how you just never see it when you get every call. It's, oh, I was, you know, I just let him play. But, yeah. You're right, st- and I'm, I'm not mad that they got calls. But for you to have your biggest worry be to refs? Right. Oh, come on, man. Because yeah, come on. If the Rams game ended the, in the opposite way, and St. Brown got held on a third down or a fourth down, and they didn't call it, Mike, we'd still be talking about it today. Truth. So, all right. You want to go back to the phone lines? Yes. Uh, let's do your namesake, Mike. You're on ninety-seven-one. Mike. Mike. And Mike's gone. All right. Nah, my, my, Mike and Todd Bowles are the same person. They're both asleep. <laughs> David, you're on 97.1. How you doing, gentlemen? Good, Dave. Uh, hey, I just wanted to say the uh, – I actually kind of have a, a slightly reversed look at this. I'm a little more nervous on the off- offense just because we're so talented and so diverse. I, You know, Ben likes to spread the ball, different things like that. I want to see a lot more, you know uh, – counters and you know edge running and then a few you know deep shots to jmo that i think are going to be there so i just hope that they figure it out early and then go to what you know serves them best best versus like spreading around the ball uh and then defensively i'm actually pretty jacked pretty excited because i think um i was trying to explain this to my son who wasn't obviously alive during the time but like how the jordan rules worked and I think that in a way, Detroit plays a, like the opposite of that. Like Dumars used to shut, shut down Jordan, filter up, hit him and everybody else to the rest of the help defense. Well, I think in a way, we because we have are not as talented on the defensive side of the ball. You know, we shut down the run, filter everything to that you know that wide out position, take the you know take the hits that we have to take as far as the yardage, but then because of our, especially our safeties on the back end are such, you know, hard hitters that, you know, kind of like the old uh, bad boys, if you're going to come in, you're going to pay for it. And I think that eventually gets to people throughout the game. So anyway, real quick prediction. I got Detroit leading 21-13 at the half, final 31-27. Detroit? Yep, Detroit. Okay. 
Just your, just checking. All right, appreciate the phone call. Just making sure. Didn't know. Man, oh man, thirty-one. I that is. Oh my God, that would be a shootout galore. Thirty-one twenty-seven. That is. That's Bills Chiefs a couple of years ago. Yeah. Now that thing and now that thing ended up on another planet. Didn't that end up thirty-five thirty-five headed to OT? It makes for ah, now listen. I can say it for me. It makes for great great TV. It's going to make people like uh, pass out with nerve. I mean, poor Kenny will will Kenny will have to walk away from the TV if it's that high score. Not just Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> Not just Kenny. Let's go. Let's go back to the phone. <laughs> Doug, you're on ninety seven one. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we today? Good man. How are you? Hello, sir. I'm good, guys. Um, Confidence-wise, like you said, it's uh, Dan Campbell in the running game, um, controlling the time of possession, and uh, just making sure we we get outside on the edge. I think Jameer Gibbs will be the biggest role. I think this is where um, him being the 12th pick will come into play, and I think it'll open up the passing game like it always does. Uh, concern for sure would be we got to get home. We got to get pressure on Purdy. We got to put him on the ground. So many times in the last couple weeks, even with Baker, they just somehow seem like they have oil on them and they escape from, you know, every single thing. So we got to get them on the ground so they don't have time to throw the ball. And But overall, I, I think we can pull this out. But, Mike, like you said, it's it's house money, man. Like, go out, play loose. You know, we're here. You know, we're not here by accident. We got here and you know, I think we're all nervous. I think it's so bad that we want this. And like Kenny said, it's 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 the disappointment, but we just gotta play loose and hope for the best. And uh I hope that we can come out with a win and I'm I'm taking like twenty four, twenty one, maybe twenty eight, twenty four Lions. So forward down the field and one pride and I hope to be talking to you guys next week as we're heading to the Super Bowl. All right. Well <clears throat> Doug gave Listen, you his... I th- go ahead. I-, I think it's powerful, man. I do. I think playing loose. I I, I-, I- Rico all the pressure's on you. Mm-hmm. All of it. I think all the pressure is on, yeah, it is, and I really think, Mike, all the pressure is on, on Purdy. Can you live up to the billing? Can you live up to everybody saying you're not really that great? And will they get to him? Will he sail passes? Will he throw picks? I mean, when he's on fire, I, I mean, I've, I've never seen a quarterback, man, that, I mean, either he is laser-focused or it's just like, man, do you need glasses? What is wrong with you? He doesn't have in-between games. Let me so, ask you, you haven't, you haven't brought up this all show long, and I just want your honest take with it. We have focused so much on the Lions being able to run the ball on the Niners, we haven't really asked the question about your running game. Mm-hmm. Are you confident you're going to line up and run the ball on this team? Yeah. A team that prioritizes yeah. stopping the run. Yeah, I do. I do. Because now it's it's going to be kind of one of those pick your poison. So whether it's a, a delayed handoff or I'll even, I'm going to include a screen pass to McCaffrey as a run, catch you in the blitz package or throwing it to Debo. I mean, you saw what they did at the end of that Eagles game. When the Eagles brought the heat, it was Debo and seven offensive linemen running down the field untouched. So I do think that it's it's a pick your poison. If the Lions are going to be super aggressive, yeah, because the Niners, they're going to run the ball. Whether you put seven, eight men in the box, Kyle Shanahan doesn't you know call out of the play. It's like, you know what? I believe in our guys. Run behind Williams on the left side, and we could pick up three to five yards. Let's get one more caller in. All right, we got let's time. Let's get one more caller in the mix. 
Keith, you're on 97.1. Good day, gentlemen. Hey, man. What's up, Keith? Long time, long time. I was one of the original divorcees, uh, I believe, that was fostered by somebody on this show. And uh, I am... I've always been a Die the Wool Lions fan, but I stopped. But now I'm going to take out some money and, and buy some season tickets from somebody. Because I'm back on board the uh, uh, train. Okay. Okay. The, I, I, the Rico, good help me. I don't know what's happening. If they, if they happening. can uh, pass and run, we'll win. The bad is if uh, we can't stop them, we're going to lose bad. Oh, and and either or could all right, happen. And, all right, I I I'm gonna Rico. Thank you. I'm gonna need you to go ahead and turn that TV down. I don't I don't I don't know what what I just heard. Hey. Maybe happy hour started. Hey. Kenny, you, that, you know what? Is, you, you missed the field goal with two seconds to go in the game. You were that's the so other thing. close. That's the other thing with this game. The other game, it's Justin Tucker and Harrison Bucker. Oh my! This game, oh my God! Between Badgley. And, Moody. and a shaky Moody. Now, Moody makes his kicks, but he's shaky. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, let, let, let me tell you about Moody. <clears throat> Money kicks, it always goes to the left. I don't know what it is about him. So, yeah. I, at that point, just call me the Green Bay head coach because I'm, I'm just, I got to turn off pray. the TV. Yeah. Gotcha. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Oh, we are so close. NFC Championship. I think this is one of those times where Lions fans would love a 1 o'clock game. Kenny is already saying he doesn't know what to do with his hands for the next what, 72 hours. I want to forego the rest of this weekend leading hours? up to, to the game at 6 or 6.30 or whenever it starts. So Yeah, we're a little, uh, little over 48 hours away. We're trying to figure out what to do. We got Wojo and Rieger coming up next. You know what? We're bricked up, Rico. Well, you may be bricked up. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to let, you know what? Hey, Raymond, I'm going to give you the final word. <laughs> You're on 97.1. Hey, Mr. Privilege. How you doing today? Hey, Valenny. Good what's, to talk to you both. What's going on, Raymond? Um, oh, not too much. I'm just, I, I really want this game to get here. Um, there's just something about this game that's just, um, it, it's just exciting to actually be able to realize that you're in the NFC Championship and 60 minutes from the Super Bowl. All that being said, my greatest confidence has to be in Dan Campbell and just the experience that they have in big games when they went to Kansas City. And even in the beginning of the game, the offense was slow to get started. And they had a fourth down in their own uh, red zone, and they ended up going for it and getting it and got a touchdown on the drive. You know, So the Lions have the ability to – sit there and you know i think we're gonna need to get like um two possessions where you know the 49ers just don't have you know what it takes whether it takes an interception fumble or just a fourth down conversion in order to win this game and then of course the 
concern that I have is just the linebackers of the 49ers because they both combined for uh, 12 tackles and two interceptions last week against the uh, Green Bay Packers. So to say that the you know, 49ers have a great defense is understated. I mean, we're going to have to have our A-plus game. I like the fact you called me Mr. Privilege. But, you know, they, they the Niners have played in a few big games as well, Ray. And, you know, they did break the Eagles this year. The Eagles were the hottest team in football until they went to Philly and broke them. That's Sunday night. So, just Yeah, I'd like to see at least uh, Valenti wearing a uh, nice little engine block on his head if we do win, though, and go to the Super Bowl. That would be really nice. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Raymond, <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, appreciate the phone call. If we can get Mike in an engine block, him, that's, yes. They make the Super Bowl, Mike has to wear the engine block. Rico, how are you? I'm good, Rico. How are you? How are the feelings right now? How are the emotions? You've been through this the last three years. This is no big deal to you. Is it three or four? Well, last three, so this would be the fourth. Oh, this is the fourth. Right, yeah. yeah. I lose track. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are, uh, what does Mike say, privileged? How it, it's it's like Kenny. Let's just wait to see what happens. Um, I've found a couple things to kill. It, it is what it is. It is what it is. Right. We'll take it one play at a time. I'll watch the basketball game tonight. Oh, big one, big one against Bucky the Badger. Let me you ask you this. I, and I, I I think I'm going to end up going to my first uh, MSU women's game tomorrow. Oh, just, just nothing to do. Just to kill the time until the big game on Sunday. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I, I've been gone. For the last three days, I, I have you. Yeah, I took a little vacation. I, didn't know you I, I, were, I, wait, really? I thought you were here. Didn't yeah. notice. Huh. You guys are hurtful. Um, <laughs> you, you know, no, no. I mean, like, I, I did a golf trip. I booked it like months ago, never thinking the Lions would be in the NFC title game. Do, do most people think the Lions are going to win or lose? What, what's the overall vibe? I think most Lions fans are confident that the team can win. I don't know if they're saying they will win. But I think it's safe to say that a lot of Lions fans believe that they can win. And you know what? If I was a Lions fan, I'd feel the same way. You're here. Now, Vegas is saying you're a touchdown underdog, but... And it's going up, right? Seven and a half? Yeah, yeah it hit seven and a half mm. deep. Because yeah, basically they said Debo is not going to be on the injury list at all. Oh, but is so that the Jonah it. Jackson effect? He's already out. See, Raymond is I, out. That's a Debo effect that he practiced. That's, that's a yeah. Frank effect. Ragnow effect? No, that's the Debo no. effect. Because no. Debo, we, Debo affects the line by a point and a half. We mm-hmm. found that out. And I don't think a lot of people talked about the Jonah Jackson, how the rushing game is 40 yards less without him. I mean, he's... Yeah, I saw that. That's it, great. It, it's, it, it's, but here's the thing, Rieger. As I told people, you're one injury away and everything falls apart. Last year, you couldn't have told me that I would be watching Christian McCaffrey run the Wildcat because they had no QB. Well, is Purdy's arm permanently reattached, or could the Lions knock it off again? I think it's reattached. Oh, it is. Okay. But yeah, hey, okay, yeah, that's yeah, different. The, the Lions have been knocking people out of games. So yeah, they I'm, have. I'm, you know, they well, have. I do think that's the one. That's the one big. Although people might disagree, but I think a pretty big advantage that the Lions have is that quarterback. And see. Goff has taken a team to the Super Bowl. Purdy's never, never, never even won an NFC Championship game. I think there's okay, a but <laughs> yes, Wojo, yes. you're manipulating facts right now. And that, I, I, I that's know what I jo- do. I know you're joking, but yes, he he has not. But he's nope. won a ton of games. He's played in big games. For me, they're the Spider-Man meme. They're the same QB. Kind of. Because we did the bit. player A, player B. No, you're right. And their numbers very similar. Very similar. It's going to be. His first four or five throws, if he's overthrowing receivers, 
It's going to be a long day for him. And the Lions have a greater chance. And you should probably put money on the Lions' money line. Well, Rico, you said something genius. I was listening earlier. Thank you. This is... You sure wasn't, Mike? What do you think? Yeah, you're, you're right. No, it was Mike. It yeah, was Mike. You're right. You're I was right. about to say it's got to be Mike. Definitely Mike. No. According to a lot of people out there, I don't say anything smart. No, 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 no. Wrong. You said, you said. But then again, this, you, you don't live in your basement. So this ahead. needs to be a gamble embrace, not a Campbell game. Yeah. Like Dan Campbell, like if you do look at Kyle Shanahan, he's very much like Sean McVay. Like you're talking punting on fourth and two from the 50. I do believe, Dan, Gamble will be able to steal a couple of points, hopefully. The other thing nobody's talking about, hmm. do you know that Aiden Hutchinson has eight sacks in the last five games, the most pressures in all the postseason, oh, yeah. and he's going against this dude that is the worst offensive lineman for the Niners, their right tackle? Yes, he's given Colton a Colton nine- McKivich. He's, he's given up, up ten and a half sacks. sacks. Oh, ten and a half. Okay. Yeah, he's the only person on that line to give up double digit but sacks. See, here's the thing when it comes to that, if Aiden comes off like that, either one of two things may happen. They throw the screen to where Aiden used to be. But Not they allowed. Run, can't do it. Nope. They, they run everything to the left. They run behind Williams. Well, as you know, the NFL really looks down on people trying to deceive other people offensively. Oh. You know, so they're not allowed to do no, that. No, 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 no. They only look down upon the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the privileged teams can do whatever they right. want to do. You damn Lions, how dare you? You tried to hide what you were trying to do. They're Unbelievable. Gonna, they're going to make the Lions report when they're blitzing. I'm mm-hmm. reporting as a blitzer, like CJGJ or whatever. But, blitzer. In, in all, but here's the thing. In all, who, in all fairness, who's going to rush the passer? Yeah. In all fairness, Lions fans are still complaining about the refs. Lions have gotten so many favorable calls they have. in no, the last right. two they're games. They're making it up to them. That if it were the other way around. America's team. Uh-huh. We would be on the air talking about, oh, well, they grabbed St. Brown on that third and 17. Yep. Yep, so, so you think it's going to be a blowout? No, I'm not. Two scores. Blowout. Two scores is kind of a blowout. Ten points. Okay. Oh, Seven, that's between, not a blowout. Between, no, that's not a, You got them covering. You got the Niners covering. Yeah. And, right. I, and I, you right. know, it may be one of those final play. They go for it on fourth down. They don't get it and that type of thing. We'll give our picks. What time you want to do that, Rieger? You six, tell me. I'm six very excited. Six and a half. You know what? Well, our picks. It is what it is. Big game. Uh, you throw stuff. a little circumstance into something, and you really got the a chance for something to work out. The circumstances are that both teams will play hard. They're going to go out there. They're going to give their best Who wants effort. it more? Who There's wants no it tomorrow. Wants it more. They're Who's ever play. hungrier is like, going to win? It's no tomorrow. One and you play know at what? a time. Whoever scores the most more points will win the game. I guarantee that's my lock. 110%. 97-1.